This is Gemara Numa Dafnon Hey. All the learning for this month, the month of Sivan, has been generously sponsored as a special schos shidduch for Yisrael Chaim and Devayir Amir Tashan. Learning the Tarek Habura, Shbiyas Chos, that you find the shidduch Hagai in Bekarayv. Of course, all the Chaim and Bebega Chaim and Sarsham Sim Rezid, Lusar, Basknandali, Basim, Chaisa, Yusol, Bimindol, Aliyah Zaparazim, the Shaleh, Shalom, Basnami, Shavigo, Shivakhan of Shmob, and Tila, Nil, and Chaim Rezol, Melchai, Basim, the Brachos of Yamusa, the name of Shina Mindel, Siva, Vigo, Dor, and Vichel, Sivan, and Sil, Hun, and Mifkur, Bas, and Shavan, and Sil, Mikhlaster. We pick it up in the very, very bottom of Nundaladumabiz, and we are standing right outside the Kodesh HaKadoshim. We already did the first enter and exit. The Kohen Gadol already went in with the Machdu, with the coals, with the with the ashes of the Kateras. He put them down. He already took the ashes. He put it on top of the Kateras. He filled up the entire room with smoke. He backed out of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. He said a short prayer, and now he's right outside, right outside. He's encountered with the blood, the blood of the two carbonates of the par and of the seer. And now we're going to learn about the sprinkling of the dam, which we started and we mentioned already in the Mishnah. So it says the Gemara in the last line, He takes the dam, the blood, for the one that is stirring it. And then the Mishnah continued and said that he sprinkles it. Towards the Kaidishaka, towards the Arain, the Kapiras, not directly above or below, but rather Kimatzlif. Says the Gemara, my Kimatzlif, what does that mean? Machvi Rav Yehuda, Machvi Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda showed as we turn over to Nanea Mebez, Kiminigdana. Like one who whoops, that when you whip someone, Rashi over here explains, you don't try to go in the exact same place each time. Each time is a drop higher, drop lower. So too, when they did the zirika, the sprinkling of the blood, each one was a drop lower. Like we saw the picture of the other day, it went a drop lower each and every time. Tana, we learned in a Mishnah. Says the Gemara, When they sprinkle, they don't sprinkle on the kapayres, on the cover of the Arun itself, a cover which held the Keruvim, a very special part of the Arun HaKadosh, but rather, rather the thickness of the kapayres, but nothing actually would touch the Arun. And... When they would sprinkle above, what would he do? How would he do it? Meaning, we just learned they did above and below. What does exactly it mean, below and below? And below. So says the Gemara, what does it mean? He would spring, he would turn his down to the bottom and he would sprinkle upward. What does it mean? When he would sprinkle downward, you would put his hand down. So this was down and this was up. And that was the 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 sprinkling, aches la maila, aches la mata, etc., etc. Says the Gemara Minani, immediately four lines from the bottom. Where do we know this? Very good. You're telling me where they sprinkle it to the kapiris above and below means the hand facing down or the hand facing up. Where do we know such a din? Amar of Achav or Yaakov, Amar of Zira, Makra, Vihiza, Isai, Ala kapiris, Lifnea kapiris. Says in the Torah, they should sprinkle it to the upon the kapiris, which is called above. And he should sprinkle it in front, Lifnea Kapiras, which is called below. Now the Gemara explains, Lo Yoimer Lamata, Bisir. It should not have to say Lamata, sprinkling it below by the Seir. Again, there's two sprinklings, which really are going to be four sprinklings. We're going to have the par and the Seir inside the Kedeshik Dashim. Then we're going to have the par and the Seir outside the Kedeshik Dashim. What's going to ensue right now is we're going to have Sukkim by one, and we're going to learn, as always, to the others. We have the par, and then we're learning to the Seir. So says the Gemara, why by the Seir? 
Does it have to say, There's no reason to mention by this ear that you sprinkle it below. Why not? Because we should learn it out from the par. Just like by the par, you sprinkle it below. So too, by this ear, it should be the same thing. So So why by this ear does it say to sprinkle it below? To equate it and to compare it to alifnei to that which is in front of, like we said, lifnei akapayres. Ma lifnei, just like when it's in front of the kapayres, the lav al. What does it mean in front of the kapayres? Doesn't mean on. It means in front of below. Afal afal. So to when it's on the kapayres, the lav al doesn't mean it's actually on the kapayres. It just means. Towards that direction. So you might just prove that Al and the Fnei on the Kabayras and underneath the Kabayras, neither means on the actual Arain, rather it means towards that direction up and below. As we see that there was no reason to repeat in the Taira, the Lefnei, the Lamata, the underneath when it came to this ear. Why did it repeat it? To equate the two, to equate this ear and the parent teaches us like. When it came to Limato, didn't actually touch it, so too, Lemailo. Says the Gemara, how do you know what you're saying is right? Adraba, learn the exact opposite, meaning there's Lefnei and there's Al. Al literally means on the Kabiris. Lefnei means in front of, but not touching the Kabiris. So the Gemara just learned that just like Lefnei means don't actually touch it, Al means don't actually touch it on top of. The Gemara says maybe the, exactly the opposite. Maybe just like Al sounds like it means on it, you actually touch it. Lefnei also means it. Ask the Gemara Adarabah. Let's learn the exact opposite. Don't say above by the bar. It's not necessary. Why? To come read by the seer. Because it's right, he says Al by seer on top of. So why does it go out of its way by the part to say Al? This exact opposite we just said before. Now we're equating in front of Al to on. And Ma'al, just like on, is Al Mamish. Af Lifnei Al Mamish. Says the Gemara, Af Lifnei Al Mamish. So ask the Gemara, how do you know what you're saying is correct? You just suggested equate on to in front of. Just like in front of doesn't actually touch it, on doesn't actually touch it. Frack the Gemara, ask the Gemara, say exact opposite. Just like on means to touch it, so to Lifnei should mean to touch it. Answers the Gemara, Ha Ma. Hi, my. What exactly are you asking? If you're going to tell me, this ear, if you're going to tell me, like we said in the first Rasha, that when it says, below, in front of by this ear, then I understand why it had to say, on top of by the par. Why? The Tony Yaakov Al Why does the Torah have to say Al The Torah teaches us by the par, by the bull. The weird you sprinkle it Al on in the Kapiris Kinma, which is facing eastward. Zebonaav Kol Makov Shnemar Pinei Enelakadim. That wherever it says Pinei in front of towards that direction, it means Kadim means east. So that pasuk by the par is certainly not. 
necessary. So the Gemara says it makes a lot of sense to equate that Pasuk of Al by the bar to the Pasuk of Lifnei by Seir. But the way that you just asked the question, if you're telling me the opposite, that the Pasuk by Par is equated to Seir, it teaches me actually has to be on top of the Arain Lamayasa. So there's no reason why the Torah had to say, so for the fact that the Torah is set up shows me that Basak is necessary. Once we know that Basak is necessary, we learn out the Seir from the Par. And just like Al, just like Lefnei, excuse me, doesn't mean on, so to Al does not mean on. And what are we coming out with? What's the sum total of this long drasha? Is that when you sprinkle the Par, when you sprinkle the Seir, when you do it Kemagnif, when you do it like the whip, and when you do it up, and when you do it, I should say, up and below, what does that mean? It means it doesn't actually go on to the R, and it just means in that is a reaction. Says the Gemara Tanurabon on three lines before the white lines, it says the Gemara, let's go a bit deeper into these drashes. Says the Torah by the Seir that you sprinkle it on the Kabiris. And as well, it says you sprinkle it in front of the Kabiris. What does this teach us? What does this teach us? It teaches us that Lamanu, that many, kama lamaila, how many times do you sprinkle it, lamaila, bisir, by this ear? Achas, one time, lamata bisir, in yodea. How many kama? When you sprinkle it below by this ear, I don't know precisely how many times should it be. When it comes to on top by this ear, that we know is one time. What about on the bottom? Harini done, you know, so you know what I'm going to learn out as follows. Namru damim lamata Bipar. Again, the same type of drush are always going to be equating one to the other. By the par, it says Dumim in the plural lemur dum lamata bisir. Says Dumin underneath by this year. Ma lamata bipar sheva lamata bisir sheva. So says the Gemara. That's why I know that when it comes to the seir, one above and the seven below, we learn out from par. But I asked the Gemara, how do you know what you're saying is right? Three lines down. E oiklach lederach. Maybe the exact opposite. Zunemur dum lamayla bisir. Zunemur dum lamata bisir. Just like when it's above by the seer is one. So do when it's on the bottom by the seer is one. So how do you know to equate the bottom of seer to the bottom of par? Maybe we equate the bottom of seer to the bottom, the top of seer. Says the Gemara, What's it more comparable? Again, we had two choices. We have to figure out the seer, how many times you sprinkle below. So the Gemara first suggests that we learn out from the par. Just like the par below is seven times, so to the seer below is seven times. Says the Gemara, no, maybe not. Maybe we should learn below by this ear, from above by this ear. Just like above is one, so to below is one. Says the Gemara, no, it makes more sense, it's more logical to say that which is below from below, meaning this ear from the par that is seven times, and now being done in the opposite of Mata Lemala says the Gemara Adaraba. No, done in Gufa mi Gufa, being done in Gufa Milamaila. So we're not sure. Maybe it makes more sense to learn from itself. Meaning, on one hand, you want to learn seer from seer. So just like above by seer is one, below is seer is one. On the other hand, you want to learn Lamata Lamata. Just like below by the par is seven, so to below by the seer is seven. Talmud Loimar. So because we don't know what to do, says the Torah.
Do to its blood by the seer like you did to the bar. The Torah did not have to say kasher also like you did. Everything should be equal between the bar and the seer. Says the Gemara, so it's conclusive. The reason that we know that seers have seven below, we learn from the seven below of the park. The fact that it says kasher also goes out of its way to teach and equate that the seer is like the par for all dinam, and therefore we know it has to be seven times sprinkled below. Says the Gemara, what do we just learn? We learned that below by the par in this year is seven. Okay, now we continue. We started off saying we know that Lamala Bisir is one. We just learned that Lamato Bisir is seven. Now we have to figure out what's Lamaila Bipar. We don't know. Kama, how much is it? Var any done. I'll learn as follows. Nemer dam lamalo besir, nemer dam lamalo bepar. Malo malo besir achas, af lamalo bepar achas. Again, the same type of Joshua. We already know one by this ear. Just like the one by seer above is one, so to the one by the par above should be one. Oiklach ledarek, we can say the opposite. Zu nemer dam lamato bepar, nemer dam lamalo bepar. Maybe we equate par to itself. Malo mato bepar, sheva, af lamalo bepar, sheva. Just like below is seven, above is also seven. Here, let me tell you what's more comparable than lamalo. Says the Gemara, we're stuck with the same question. We don't know which way to go. Do you equate part to part? Do we equate Milo to Milo? So once again, the Torah says, So says the Gemara after lengthy Joshua comes out that the seer and the par are totally equal, just like the par is seven below, the seer is seven below, just like the seer has one above, the par has one above. Says the Gemara, we're holding at the two dots, about two, 15 lines from the bottom of Nunhea Medalif. Achas, achas v'yachas, achas v'shtayim. The Kohen Gadol counting in Yom Kippur as he sprinkles, first he does achas, and then each time he counts, he says, I did one, I did one, and now I did another one. I did one, and now I did another two. I did one, I did now another three. Says the Gemara, Tan Rabbanon, Achas. First, the Kohen Gadol would, would sprinkle one time above and he would say one. Achas v'yachas. Then, as he would sprinkle downward, he would count one and one. Achas v'shtayim, you count one and two. Achas v'shalosh, achas arba, achas chamish, achas v'shava. Tevir HaMeir, each time he would mention the first sprinkling above, and then he would count the seven below. Rav Yudoimer, achas. Achas v'achas, shtayim v'achas, sholosh v'achas, arba v'achas, chamish v'achas, shava v'achas, shava v'achas. Rav Yudoimer disagrees and he says, you first mentioned the Below the, the as it builds, and then you mention the above. And says the Gemara very interestingly, which is different ways that they counted in each locale of Rameir and Rav Yehuda. That is the reason why we, when the Kohen Gadol is sprinkling, he counts one, one and one, one and two, etc., or one, two, one and one, two and one, three and one, etc. Says the Gemara, what do we see very clearly? Everyone agrees that the first sprinkling you have to count. With each and every one. My time, what's the reason? So we're going to have two fundamental reasons why the Kohen Gadol counted in this unique and interesting way. We don't 
don't want him to make a mistake. If he just starts counting, he does one, and then he starts counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're afraid he's gonna mess up because he's gonna count the first with the latter. Why does it say sprinkle again? Meaning the first one you have to count, you have to announce. That is number one. Together with each and every one. What's difference? He did not count, he did not err. According to the first opinion, the whole reason to count was just to prevent you from making a mistake. But if you didn't count and you didn't make a mistake, you didn't do anything wrong. Whereas, according to, where I should say, it, it, the avoid still works. Whereas, according to the second shita, it's going to be a problem. Says the Gemara, as we continue, the Kohen Gadol, now that we know how he sprinkles, he just did his first sprinkling in the Kedusha Kedushim. So far, he went in tied two times. One for the Ketairis. Now he just went in a second time to sprinkle the par, the dam of the par. Says the Gemara Yossi goes out in Yechal Kana Echol. And he puts the par, the blood of the par, on that golden holder in the Echol. And then we had a Machlekes in the Mishnah whether there were two holders or one holder. Were there two holders and he puts down the blood and then he picks up the other one? Or was there one holder that he first picks up the second blood of the seer and then he puts down the blood of the par? Says the Gemara. Three lines for the bottom. Then also we learned in the Mishnah of Yudaimer, Lola Yoshefris Likine Chayva Mimneata Revis. Seemingly a random din. Of course, this is going to come back to teach us the din of Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda was the opinion in the Mishnah that said it did not have two stands; they only had one. So says the Gemara according to Rav Yehuda, different din. The Shefris. What were the Shefris? The Shefris were the collection boxes, the Sadaka boxes. They were now rubbed up and fat below, so no one could stick their hands in and steal anything. We learned this extensively in Shkalim. They would not have a collection box for the kine chayva for the birds of obligation why because we're afraid that there's going to be a mixture ask the Gemara what is exactly does that mean what are you afraid of no we're afraid of we're afraid that you're going to have a kingdom, a bird that's a chiv, an obligation. And you can have other ones which are in a davos, that are voluntary. And the two are going to get mixed together, which is a dreadful thing because that which is an obligation has to be brought from itself. It cannot be brought from something which is a nidava. So that's the reason Rabbi Yosef explains that Rabbi Yehuda holds they did not have collection boxes for the kine chayv of obligatory birds in the base amigdash. Again, we'll come back in a few moments. This will tie back to our sigya. Amrle Yabai in the last live in Evitray, make two boxes in Echtabalai when right on. It. Hey, the chayva vein and the dava. Right, this is chayva, this is the dava, and therefore you solve all problems. Why do you have to go and have no collection box at all? Make a box and label it. Answers the Gemara, Rav Yehuda, as we turn over to Nanheya Midbeis. Rav Yehuda explains a fundamental side which is going to come back to our din, less. Lake Siva. Rav Yudah holds that we do not write. What does that mean? What that means is he does not rely, as Rashi says in the top Rashi. We don't rely on writing something because we're afraid at times they will not watch, not listen, not look, not read that which it said, and you come and make a mistake. Which, of course, is a bit of a first cousin to many different sigis that we've had. We had by Shabbos, you have to have a reminder, perhaps, Shemayate, you don't come to play with the flame. We know by Nida, you have to have a we know by Basav Achalav you have to have a hacker, and in each one of these situations, the place can discuss those so help making a paper, making a patek, writing Basar Achalav, writing Nida, etc., writing Shabbos, and many place One of the reasons that the place can bring is very similar to this Rashi is that the Zimnin de Lava Daite. They're not going to look. It's true there's a piece of paper next to your crackpot. It's true it's a Shabbos, but who says that's going to remind you not to touch the knob? Whereas if you have a whole lined crackpot, you have an insert. Whereas when you cover the knob as well. 
well. Whereas a basva chalav using different placemats, that's something you can't ignore. But a mere piece of paper with a word is always something that we're afraid, like Rav Yudi here teaches, we're afraid to lava daite. Says the Gemara, the Tanan, and now we're going to prove the opinion of Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda, Aimer, Lo Yosham Elokein Echad. Lo Yosham Elokein Echad, they only had one stand. This is our Mishnah. Rav Yehuda says he only had one golden stand, Bilvad. Why do they only have one golden stand? Says the Gemara, we explained. We haven't explained it in our Mishnah. Says the Gemara, Trey my time alone. Why doesn't Rav Yudah say of two stands? One for the blood of the seer, one for the blood of the bar. You know why? Misham the Nechlafi. Because you're afraid you're going to mix up the two bloods. Says the Gemara, Venevi, Trey, Velechtav Alayu. Hey, de bar, hey, de seer. Have two stands and have a nice little plaque. This is for the blood of the bar. This is for the blood of the seer. Why does Rav Yudah say, don't have a stand at all. Ela Rav Yehuda less like Siva. This is a right. Rav Yehuda holds like we just said that Siva does not necessarily work. Says the Gemara, a Gavaldic, a beautiful Raya from the Dinam Kinim, that just like we see Rav Yudah holds a Kine Chayva, we do not make a box. Why don't we make a box with obligatory birth and just label it? These are obligations and these are voluntary. Must be Rav Yudah holds. Ksiva does not necessarily suffice. So too in our Mishnah, Rav Yudah holds, we only make one stand for the blood because two is not necessarily going to work because Rav Yudah holds, we don't hold of writing. That's not going to be enough. Mesvei asked the Gemara, shall just say Shaivas Mikdash. Another part of Shkalim that we learned in Barak Vav. There were 13 collection boxes in the base of Mikdash via Kosov Aleyan. And it was written upon them. Tiklin Kharatin, the new Shmachs, the Shekels, Tiklin Atik, and the old ones. The Kinem and Burz, the Geisli Ayla, and the pigeons for the Ayla, the Eitim Ulavaina, Vizav, like Abairis, Vishishil, and Adav, and six boxes for voluntary. Um, donations. Tiklin Kharatin, what were the new Machsa Shekels, Elush Kalim, Shalkal Shana Vishana? These were the new Shkalim that everyone gave each and every year. Tiklin Atikin, what were the old, old Shkalim? Bishaloi, Shakalish Takad, Yishkalishana Abbas. Someone forgot, he missed the cut of time. He still has to give the money to the base of Mikdash, but they put it in a separate box. Kinim ain't Irin. What is it when the Mishnah said Kinim? That's referred to the doves. Goisle, Oila, Hain, Bene Yoina. That refers to the young pigeons. The Kulan Oilas never have you, the Yudah says they are all Oilas. But what do we see? We see for this Mishnah, this is Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah said it does help to label it. There are 13 boxes. That could get quite confusing. Yeah, Rabbi Yudah says no big deal. Just put a label in each one. So what's going on? Why by us? Why by the Kine Chayva don't they label it? Why by us in our Mishnah? By the stands, don't they just label the two types of blood? Answers the Gemara, Kiyasa Rabdimi, a different reason. Why Rabbi Yudah says it's Din Amar Amir Rav Xavier Misham, you know the reason why they don't have a box to collect the kingdom, the birds for an obligation, because they're afraid that what's going to happen, they're going to have all these, all the different monies for the kingdom, for the different birds, and an owner is going to die. And what's the Allah of an owner dies? The locha is that you're not going to bring a carbon from that. You have to yell, you have to throw the money into the sea. So says the Gemara, you're going to come up to a terrible problem. You're going to have a whole box of money. The owner's not going to be here. And now all that box is finished. Says the Gemara, one second, do we really concern ourselves with the, this, this far-fetched concern that the owner might drop Deva? If someone says his carbon chatos from Medina Sayyam, we don't say, don't bring him, maybe he died. No, we say, we assume he has a chazak. 
that he's going to be alive. So therefore, what's not going to be the concern? You know that the owner died. If you know that the owner died, therefore you run into a serious issue. Why do you run into a serious issue? Because now you have the box and all the money is mixed together. And therefore, that's the reason why Rabbi Yudah says you don't make a box for the Kinei Chayva because we're afraid they're going to get mixed together and one case where the owner will be dead, his money will be in there, and he'll be up the creek without a paddle. Says the Gemara, what's the big deal? They separate four Zos. Throw that money out. And the rest will be mutter. Meaning, take about the money that was used from the owner that died. Get rid of that money, and the rest of the box now is mutter. I, we were nervous that one of the owners are going to die, and therefore the whole box of all the money's collected is all going to have to be thrown out. Why? The rest of it will be fine. Just throw out that one. Answers the Gemara, fundamental terrorist of Yehuda. Last lay Breira. Review does not hold a Breira. Review does not hold a retroactive clarification. And therefore, taking out the money right now, saying this was the money that the owner gave, Review that would say it would not suffice. And therefore, that will not work as well. And that's the reason why Review that held that you do not have. The kine chayva, you don't put in the birds for obligation. We'll pick up from here. Tomorrow we'll get deep into the sigya of Breira, dealing with the sheet of Ravi Yehuda.